0: Welcome back to Real Talk Sports with Rico. Today, I will be your host. Today's show, we are actually talking about the Western Conference Finals or Western Conference NBA, guys. So we will be talking about the Western Conference Finals and who should be there. But we're going to be talking about the Western Conference and all the teams there. And we'll be just pretty much breaking down each team, each division, much like the Eastern Conference, if you caught that show. And so before we actually jump into it, let me go ahead and thank Spotify Podcast, which was formerly Anchor. That's a platform for us. We also are on YouTube. You can catch us there at Real Talk Sports with Rico on both of those platforms. You can also check the show links below to actually get to our show. And I want to go ahead and thank the sponsors out there who have put sponsorship on the show. And then the fans out there who have chimed in on a week to week basis to help us drive content to the show. All right, guys, so I'll actually be throwing teams up on there. I'll actually be talking about, you know, what is expected of these teams what my predictions are in the conference, what I think is going to happen, and just kind of giving you a prep here for the NBA season starting here this Wednesday. So let me go ahead and actually bring up the, uh believe it's the defending champs division here in basketball. And that is actually going to be the Northwest division of the West. And so we bring them up and we'll start there. All right. So starting here with the Northwest, man, I I think that uh, we would be just to here start with the NBA champions. And I think it starts with the Joker here that we're looking at. Uh, So I think that he essentially put his stamp on the league. Um, We all knew that he was good, but I just think the fact that, He took that leap and step forward from being not just an MVP, but now a champion as well. He's going to get Jamal Murray back at full strength this year. A lot of people were wondering what was going to happen with Joe, or excuse me, with Jamal Murray coming out here. I believe that they have still the best one two punch in all of basketball, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, I just think that the bottom line here is that. Jamal Murray must stay healthy. So does the Joker, which both relatively have been able to. The only thing that's really worrying me at this point in time is that they've lost some key pieces off the bench with Bruce Brown and Jeff Green now having left in free agency. Um, But for the most part, you still, again, have the two best two one-two punch here in all of basketball. You know, when you look at Jamal Murray and you look at the Joker, um, As far as the elite starting lineup here, they were plus 11.8 points per 100 possessions over 1,082 total minutes last season. And that was enough here to give them really, I think, a chance to repeat at this thing. Um, You know, the thing that they did lose is they lost the sixth um, and seventh on the team as far as total playoff minutes Um, so that kind of hurt them with green going to Houston. And then you have Brown going to Indiana, which I talked about on the last show here. Um, you know, the one guy that they do have left on that bench and it's the guy that was huge, uh, in earlier runs is Reggie Jackson. You're looking at Reggie Jackson. He's a key for their, um, their next playoff push here. So, you know, I think the, the player to really watch for them is going to be Peyton Watson. Um, that's really going to be the situation for them. Um, you know, essentially what you're looking at here is they were ranked, I think, 29th in the bench last season. So they're going to need to get a little bit more deeper here on this bench. Um, you know, they've got Christian Brom, Um, you know, they've got, A little seven to 10 kind of question marks on that bench so the bench is is really the key for the champs and so if they can get some good push off the bench then I think that they're going to be okay here Uh, I know that they got Justin Holiday over there Reggie Jackson they still got DeAndre uh, Jordan over here but it's just not that same type of style that they had last year so that's the only thing that scares me about the Nuggets but make no mistake about it I think that they are going to be there at the end you're looking at Aaron Gordon uh, Michael Porter Jr., uh, Claude Claudelabius Pope, or Claudewell Pope, excuse me. You know, these guys are going to be very well. All right, guys, as we bring up our next team here, give me a second. All right, guys. And so as I bring up that slide here, apologize about the delay um but the next team to talk about in this particular division um is going to be the Timberwolves and so with the Timberwolves you know my whole thing with them is just the Timberwolves are are young and i feel like the Timberwolves really haven't done enough as far as adding like real pieces here um i think that the Timberwolves essentially are kind of just running it back for the most part Um, I think that really it does start with Anthony Edwards here. I think that that is going to be the key for them, you know, is what can Anthony Edwards bring to the party Um, yet again? um, You know, I think that if Anthony Edwards is on his game, that's obviously going to give him a chance there. Um, But then the next thing is, is what is Carl Anthony Towns going to do? You know, because I think that as good as Anthony Edwards is, if Carl Anthony Towns doesn't play well, You know, then you're looking at a situation where it's like, okay, if he doesn't play well, you know, where where do you go from there? Because it it looks like they're running it back with the same pieces. I don't think that it's going to work with the Stifle tower out there. I think that you're running in a situation where, you know, they're just they're not they're not really big enough for me personally. I think that when you go back and you take a look at this. They just haven't added enough. I don't believe in Rudy Gobert. I love that they have Jay McDaniels here, but it's just so much that they have to just get in order to take that next step here. So, you know, I think it's going to be a disappointing season for, uh, Minnesota I think that it is going to end with them possibly going out here and shaking up the roster and I, I really think that they're going to have to get rid of Gobert like I just think that that project is not going to work for them and I think that the player that has to take the leap for them is Jay McDaniels um, I think that all eyes are going to be on Edwards but this guy's six foot nine the guarding the smalls the bigs the in-betweens uh, he's got to basically show that he can be an all defensive t- uh, player in this league in order for them to take a major step forward. Um, and I think he's probably going to be the most important person on their roster this year, honestly, outside of uh, Anthony Edwards. Uh, next up here, taking a look at OKC. OKC is probably one of my more favorite teams to watch here in the West. I think that starting with Shea Gillis, Alexander, uh, Josh Giddy. Jalen Williams, Lou Dort, you know what they bring, but how about the question mark has got to be Chad Holmgren. I think that when you look at Chad Holmgren, a lot of people aren't saying this, but I'm going to be the first person to say this. I think that he is the one B to win I really do. I, I feel like he for sure can be that next guy. I know we've been calling guys the unicorn uh, but these guys are like aliens, man, with what they're going to bring to the league and the way that they're going to change the landscape of the league. Um, I feel like, you know, he is going to be a huge shot blocker for them. I think he's going to be an offensive firepower. He can shoot the ball. He can rebound at a high clip. I think that this is going to be a really, really good um, team this year. And I think that Josh Giddy is the guy to look for with his increased minutes. Um, you know, I think that he's going to be able to essentially uh, distribute the ball just about to everywhere. I think he's going to be a huge rebounder for them. Like I think that OKC is going to take a major, major step forward. I love that they have Carson Wallace over here um, from Kentucky. They have uh, Bartons as well. I think that they're going to be huge. Next up, I think they're going to be exciting, and that's going to be the Trailblazers. I like the Trailblazers. We're expecting that they're going to ship off Malcolm Brogdon, but right now he's there elite defender. You got Anthony Simons. I think he's going to take a huge step forward. He averaged 21 last year. DeAndre Aiden's going to get easy buckets. Jeremy Grant has been very consistent. I love the fact that they've got Robert Williams over here. They have Scoot Henderson, who I think to me, he's like a Chris Paul, but he is more athletic. I think that he is like a guy that a lot of people think that they wouldn't necessarily, they would understand if he would have win in round one. But The keys to watch here are Shaden Sharp and Henderson. Uh, I think that these guys are the main guys. Sharp has the potential to be the number two. Uh, He's got freakish athleticism, shot 36% from the three-point land. He looked really good in the summer league. Um, I think that this guy is a 20-plus point scorer in this league. I think he's going to be a defensive powerhouse. This team is going to be exciting to watch. Yes, they may take some L's, but I think the Blazers are really going to be an exciting team. I definitely I'm going to subscribe to watch them. I think that they're going to be phenomenal this year. I think DeAndre Aiden is going to be a madman out there since he got shipped off. But trust me, Scoot Henderson, he is a guy that you want to look for. And the undercard in this, in this team is Chris Murray. His brother, Keegan Murray, plays for the Spurs. You're looking at him on my screen. I love the Murrays. I think that this guy's going to be good. They've got Jabari Walker, his son, or his dad, Samaki Walker, played in the league. Next up, you have Utah. Utah had a really good year, Laurel Markin, and Colin Sexton, you're hoping he's healthy off the hamstring, they got John Collins over there from Atlanta, still got a good score in Jordan uh, Clarkson, and then you have Walker Kessler, who arguably was one of the best rookies in the class last year after having a disastrous first couple months of the season, um, I think Utah is going to be competitive, I think they're going to be right there. It wouldn't shock me if they're right there in a play-in situation. Um, I love Keontae George. He may have to go into the G League to develop a little bit more, but did have an ankle injury, but I think he's going to be solid this year. I love him to be a really good factor here. Um, You know, I just think that Utah is in a tough division over here. Um, I think that the real key for Utah is going to be, um, you know, what can Colin Saxton do? Colin Saxton has been injured for most of his career, he ended his season after the All-Star break last year. For them to be competitive here, um, he's going to have to be out there. So they've gotten rid of Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, and they're moving in the right direction. Danny Ainge has built a fabulous team in Boston. I think he's building a fabulous team here with Utah. Um, next up here, taking a look at the division the that – the Dallas Mavericks are in here. So starting with the Dallas Mavericks, I mean, I think that it's much of the same thing for the Dallas Mavericks. I think that you're looking at a team here that is probably destined to pretty much finish about where they were last year. I think that they're going to be slightly better, but I don't trust the fact that they're going to have a healthy um, a, a healthy Kyrie Urban. I think a lot of that depends here on Kyrie Urban as we are in the Southwest Division. And I think that they're depending on a lot of young bigs here, which I think is going to make them defensively better. I love the fact that they brought Seth Curry over. They have Grant Williams. Um, you know, they've got Maxie Kleber still here. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. coming over, but they've got Rashawn, Rashawn Holmes coming over from Sacramento. Um, they got Derek Lively here. I think is going to be an excellent live player. Think of him a lot like a Jared Allen. You're hoping that they use him, but, you know, it's the question of can this young player adapt and get there quickly. I love the fact that they have Marquise Morris on the roster at this point in time to bring some toughness. So they're going to be a lot better defensively, but I think that they are really going to be reliant on Kyrie and Lucas staying healthy. And Lucas has got to be a lot better as a defender. I don't necessarily see that happening here with Dallas. So I think that Dallas is probably, like I said, they're going to be into line with a lot of what they had, I think, over the last couple of years. Um, and I think that Mark Cuban eventually is going to have to shake this thing up. I really, really do. Um, you know, I just think that, you know, the bottom line for them is, you know, the player to watch is going to be uh, a Dwight Powell. What is he going to do? Here's a guy that, you know, they've got all these centers now, but you're, you're asking your question, What is he going to do? Holmes, who averaged 14.2 points uh, and 8.3 and a block a game in 2021, can he regain that? So it's so many questions that they have up front from the center position that scares me with them. And then, you know, with the 25th rated defense, they gave up 116.1 points defensively last year. Um, You know, they've got to be a lot better, especially in the West, if you're going to be able to to advance and so I just don't see that defensively for them next up the most upcoming and I would say the team that a lot of players would like to to look forward to uh or watch actually is going to be the Houston Rockets so you got Van Fleet you got Jalen Green over here Sagoon Jabari Smith Dylan Brooks so the 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 lineup has gotten better um I love that they've gotten um you know a championship coach back over here from Boston um, Mduke. So I think that they're going to be tough. Uh, I think that Houston is going to be able to run the basketball down a lot of people's throat. They're going to play fast. They're going to be a lot more physical here. And I, I think that now that they've got Jabari Smith in year two, I saw some things in the summer league. He was fascinating to me. Uh, I love Sagoon. Sagoon reminds me of Mark Casale and Pal Casal. Like, that's what you're going to get with this guy. A lot of people saw his footwork coming out of Europe. I knew he was going to be good, but now I think now he's really, really going to be good. He's going to be featured this year. You guys are going to love him. Um, I think that when you look at him, think of an Al Horford, but a guy that has a lot better footwork and, again, plays like a Saul here. So, um, look, you got a player in Dylan Brooks who's been in an all-defensive second-team selection. Um, You know, he's going to have to find a way to offensively score – Um, At least stretch the floor a little bit better here. He's relentless. He's hardworking. He's going to be critical for their culture, and he's got to stay on the floor. So I think that that's going to be huge for them moving forward. Um, Boston took, or or, excuse me, Anduke took Boston to the NBA Finals in 21, 22. Obviously, he's been the coach of the year. He's got Van Fleet over here. He's got championship experience. Um, You know, they've got Azir Thomas coming over in the draft. Like these guys are young. They're hungry. They've got Cam Whitmore coming out of Villanova. It's so many exciting pieces. If you're a Houston fan, you have got to love this. Um, so, yeah, Houston is definitely a team to really look for over there. Um, and Amon Thomas, I think you, you're really going to love him. Reggie Bullock, they got him over there, an extended shooter. Tyree Eason, uh, Jeff Green coming over with that championship experience from Denver. Um, Cam Whitmore coming out of Villanova, MVP of the Summer League. Uh, Jake Lindell or Jock Lindell, excuse me, a center that played for uh, Phoenix. You got Boban over there. Uh, he's got some experience. Van Fleet, obviously, you know what he can do. Um, So next up, we move over to Memphis. And so Memphis, the key with them is John Morant is going to be in. He's out with injuries. Stephen Adams is just announced. He'll be out for the season with a knee injury. They have Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, uh, Jared Jackson here. I expect that, uh, uh, unfortunately, For John Moran, who said, we're not going to be worried about the West, they better be worried about the West because they're going to hurt significantly here without him being on the floor. I think that now that they lose Steven Adams as a rim protector, that's what hurt them last year against the Lakers. They got beat up there. I think that you're going to see much of the same thing. Jared Jackson hasn't proved that he can stay on the floor with the foul troubles, even though he did take a leap forward here this summer with Team USA. He looked pretty good. Uh, But they just have so much looming over this thing with the suspension, with Ja Morant. Um, You know, and then also, too, they've gotten rid of one of their best defenders. They've got Desmond Bain over here. But I don't like what, what they have up front. I will say the one thing that is going to be a surprise for a lot of players, I think, when you look at Kenny Lofton Jr. I think he's a player that I think is going to make a high impact here for this team. I think he's going to get a lot of minutes. I think Mark is smart. For sure is going to be effective, but uh, you have Derrick Rose coming over here to back him up. They have Brandon Clark coming off the injury, but I think their one of their MVPs is going to be this guy Kenneth Lofton Jr. He was spectacular. Next up, you have the Pelicans. So you have Zion Williams, Brandon Ingram, C.J. McCollum, um, Valachunas, and Herb Jones. So the question about the Pelicans is health. Um, Zion Williams hasn't been able to stay healthy. Ingram's been out of the lineup. C.J. McCollum's been consistent, but out of the lineup as well. So Um, they regressed last year. I think it was mainly to injuries. The question is, what are they going to get from Williams? He played in 29 games last season. He missed more than 60% of the team's total games throughout his career thus far. He's taken serious steps in the offseason with the weight room, and he's definitely on track here. To get back into some great physical conditioning, but I'm not sure. Um, you know, it looks like Trey Murphy the third is out with a meniscus injury. He's expected to miss some time. He really came on late. Um, you know, Ingram averaged 24.7 points per game um, in the 22-23 campaign last year. Um, he could all, also look for a super max this year, which I think he is going to. And I think really the key for them is going to be health, and then also to Zion Williams. Um, You know, he's played in only 114 games over four seasons. Um, He's acknowledged these things. The question is, it's one thing to acknowledge it, but it's another thing to go out here and fix it. And that's my key with them. You know, can can he be healthy? If he can be healthy, I think that the Pelicans are for sure a team that can be a playoff team. Jordan Hawkins, a guy that's coming out of Connecticut where they just won a championship. You're looking at EJ Liddell coming out of OSU. Um, I think he's going to have a good young or I think David Griffin's got a good young piece here. So they're going to have some young pieces. It's a feisty team. It's a team I wouldn't want to play. And I think that they're going to give some teams some problems, but barring injuries, that's the key for them. Next up, the Spurs. And so the Spurs, you got Victor wimbignana I'm going to say it right now. Victor Wimbignana is a generational talent. He is going to be like a LeBron James and. Much like LeBron said, he's not a unicorn; he's an alien. Saw him in summer league. Watched him struggle in game one. Watched him take off in game two. Have watched him throughout the preseason take off. Guys, this guy's legit. I'm saying it right now. He is probably going to be the rookie of the year, and I know he is probably working with Tim Duncan and David Robinson daily. You're looking at Devin Vessel. This guy's going to have a phenomenal season, and so is Keaton Johnson – or, yeah, you know, Kelden Johnson, excuse me, going to have a phenomenal year. Um, so is Jeremy Sokin and Trey Young. These guys are going to be phenomenal this year. Now, do I think that they're going to make a playoff berth? I don't know about that. You know, Zach Collins is going to be huge for them, a guy that came out of Gonzaga that can shoot the ball, Malakon Branham. A lot of this is going to come on the fact that they're young – they do have CD Osman over here, Devontae Graham on the roster to give them a little bit more experience but they're extremely extremely young but they're well well coached. So um this is probably going to be one of the best offensive units that I think that um you know that they have I- I- as far as a long time since they've had um Uh, Kawhi and Tim Duncan and those guys over there. So I think Popovich has got his work cut out as far as having an offensive score that can do everything. I don't know if he's ever had a player quite like this, but this guy's a once in a lifetime talent. And I'm telling you that the Spurs are going to be really, really good. Um, So that takes care of that division. And now we're down to, I think the most exciting division in the Western conference um, and I think a, 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 a division that a lot of people who probably listen to the show are really looking forward to, and that is going to be the Pacific Division. Um, that has got a lot of teams here who have made a lot of changes. Starting with the Golden State Warriors, they shipped off go, They shipped off. Excuse me, Jordan Poole. They now have Chris Paul over there, who may come off the bench. Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins over there. Um, and you know, the real question with them is, they still have the same core. I get it. Um, you know, but now it is what are they going to do with Chris Paul and is Chris Paul going to be a difference? The question is, has the championship window closed? I don't know if the necessarily the championship window has closed for Golden State. What does scare me is that now they don't have necessarily the height. Um, and so that's really what's going to be key. And that's where Jonathan Kaminga is going to come in. Um, you know, Jonathan Kaminga, they're expecting him to have a really good year, especially on the pick and roll now with Chris Paul there. They help him out. Um, they shipped off Jamie Wiseman. They thought that that really necessarily wasn't going to work. You got the savvy experience in the backcourt with Chris Paul. Um, you know, now you have Mike Dunley be taking over the front office here for Bob Myers, Jordan Poole. Got a ticket out of here to Washington. You're hoping that Clay Thompson and these guys can come on. Key additions, they got uh, Dario Sarge, um, you know, Klay Thompson's up for free agency. They've got Corey Joseph over here. So I just don't know as far as the height is concerned. That's what really scares me with um, with Golden State. So I, I don't know about that. I, I don't bet against Golden State. I think they're going to be there. They did just let go of Rudy Gay. They just got this young man here on the screen uh, coming over in the draft. They have... Uh, Trace Jackson Davis here to help the shooting but just height I think is going to, what's going to be scary for uh, Golden State next up you have the Clippers and so with the Clippers question is health: Kawhi Leonard Paul George Russell Westbrook Plumlee Zoo Box they have Terrence Mann that's going to start for them the question for them is going to be health. Um, they're no longer going to be load management teams are going to be punished for that we know that and so now you're asking yourself okay can Ty Lue can he get the max out of this roster? Okay. Can he get the max out of this thing? I don't know. You know, the one player that has to take a leap, it's surprising to me, but it is going to be uh, Kawhi Leonard. You know, can Kawhi get back to where he was? Uh, You know, they have Josh Primo over here. They've got a, a young rookie in Kobe Brown. I love him. Um, you know, Xavier Moon on the roster. So they got a lot of young pieces, but the key is going to be the health of Paul George and these guys. Can these guys stay healthy? Uh, that's going to be critical for them. Um, I love that they brought Kenyon Martin Jr. over from the Rockets. Norman Powell, sixth man of the year. Arguably, I think that's going to happen. Next up, the Lakers. And so a lot of people feel like the Lakers are destined to get back to the NBA Finals. They think that the Lakers are probably in a situation where they can prove that the bubble was, you know, not a fluke. And they can go out there and really seize the title here with, uh you know, playing a full season and going through everybody. Um They felt like, you know, hey, with Gabe Vinson coming over, they've got Christian Woods. They got Jackson Hayes. They got Torian Prince. They also got Jalen Hood, uh, Shafino, to play in the first round, to play a guard, small forward out of Indiana. That guy is tough. Watched him in the summer league as well. Max Christie, a guy that's coming over here and sh- and shooting the basketball extremely well. Um, taking over from Malik Beasley. You got Austin Reeves here playing that extended role like Caruso. They got Jared Vanderbilt. They brought D'Angelo Russell back. They got Anthony Davis. Like, the Lakers have a lot to – like, that you love. Like, they brought everybody back. They got extremely um, powerful with just the center position. So, I think even if Anthony Davis goes down, LeBron James legitimately still has some players – to really play with. And so I think that that makes them dangerous. And I think that now they have the height and really the depth, they could probably bang with Denver over there. They're certainly going to be able to bang around with Golden State. So look, the Lakers are scary. The question is, can they stay healthy? I keep saying that. I know you guys keep keep hearing this, but these teams are a lot older that I'm talking about. And because of that age factor, and these teams are depending on them, If any of their stars go down, they certainly they certainly are are starting to. About that. All right, guys, sorry about that, as we had a little bit of an issue here with the audio and video. So, um, just going back to the Lakers situation here. So, um, yeah, man, I think that the Lakers are definitely going to be in a situation here to be really, really good. Um, you know, I think that at the end of the day, man, you're looking at a team that is basically destined to meet the Denver Nuggets. I think that they did a great job picking up Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish. Like they've basically given themselves so, many, so much insurance policy going into this thing. Like I think that the Lakers legitimately are going to be there. Next up, you have the Phoenix Suns. So the Phoenix Suns, you have Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Bradley Beal. You have Nurkic coming over from um, Portland, and then you have uh, Josh Okige here back at the small forward position. So the Suns are basically a top heavy team. Um, I'm not really impressed with the fact that they have Bradley Bill. It looks good right now, but I think that the bottom line for them is that it's going to be injuries. And, if any one of those players go down, then I think that you're going to see much if of what happened to them last season. yes, they brought over Bob Al. yes, they have drew ebanks. I love that. I love the fact that they have Eric Gordon they have Damon Lee um, but a lot of these guys are free agents and again, I think it's going to come down to the health like Nurkage is not a guy that has been healthy uh, for his career uh, with either um he hasn't been healthy with. Uh, Portland and I don't think he's going to be healthy this year for Phoenix Um, you know he hadn't played more than 56 games since the 2018-2019 season due to various injuries Um, he's had like crazy leg injuries over the years Um, you know he has mobility and switching and playing effective in pick and roll defense but the question is can he stay healthy and I'm not sure that they're going to be able to keep him healthy here Um, you know I think that the one player probably pretty much to watch for is going to be Nurkic and can he take that leap? You know, yes, they have a lot of offensive power firepower to make a title run here, but you know, again, it's going to come down to injuries and I think it's also going to come down to death. And that's one thing that Denver has shown and even golden state, the teams that win championships have a lot of depth and Phoenix doesn't have a lot of depth guys. So it's going to look sexy. I promise you, it's going to look really, really good. But they're not going to be the team that is going to emerge out of the West or really emerge out of this division. And even if they do win this division, I'm not sure that they're going to win the West. I do like the fact that they have Grayson Allen here, which you're looking at. You know, I feel like Grayson Allen does give them a little bit of defensive priority. Uh, Do they use him effectively? I'm not sure. You know, that's going to be a key. Here's a young man that came over from uh, the Nets, good three point shooter, played with Kevin before. Um, we just talked about Nurkic and his injuries and really the key for him. Next up, the Sacramento Kings. I think the Kings are definitely destined to move up here. I think that they're going to make a push in this division. Again, I expect for them to be in the playoffs again. Um, I don't think that they're going to be a low seed. I think they're going to be a high seed in this. Uh, De'Aaron Fox, I think, is going to have a special season. Sabonis was a center that was only behind the Joker as far as assists, so I think that he's going to have another career year this year. They have Malik Monk. They have King and Murray. They have Kevin Herter. They really didn't change too much here. Uh, I think Keegan Murray took a step forward when I watched him in the summer league. He looked phenomenal. I love the fact that they have JaVale McGee and a champion over here. He's played under Mike Brown before, so that's going to help him. They still retain Harrison Barnes. Chris Durrett was really good with the Pacers when he could stay healthy. Um, but that's the question is, is can he stay healthy? Great player for Oregon uh, back in the day there um, you have off night um, davin delvin mitchell or don Donovan Mitchell, yeah, I think his name is, so you know I think he's going to be special for them uh defensively here, so you know the kings I think are going to be right there at the end of the day. I think that you know the kings are definitely going to take a step forward, and again, they're going to be a higher seed they're they're not going to be a team that is going to necessarily uh be playing, i think against uh a golden state in the first round here now, as far as the division breakdown comes, I think that. You know, we're looking in these divisions, starting with the Nuggets, Timberwolves, Thunder, Trailblazers, Jazz. I think that the Northwest is going to be the Nuggets all day long. Um, You know, I think that the Thunder are going to fight them in this division. But I think ultimately the Nuggets, man, they just have enough experience from a championship standpoint. And the Thunder, they remind me a lot of what they were doing when uh, Kevin Durant, James Harden and Westbrook were getting there. I think Sam Presti's got that. They're still going to need to figure it out a bit, but they're not going to be a play-in play, play team, but they are not going to beat, I think, the Nuggets in this division. Uh, next up, the Southwest division. So you got the Mavs, Rockets, Grizzlies, Pelicans, and Spurs. I don't think that the Grizzlies are going to win this division. I actually think that, to be honest with you, I think that the Rockets – are going to be the team to win this division. I'm making a bold statement here. And I feel like the Rockets are going to be the team to beat in this division. They're going to be very improved mentally. And I think also too, you guys have got to look at the fact that a lot of the players that they have, they're on year two, they're in their sophomore year. And they also had good summer leagues and preseason. So Now I think you pair that with a championship coach. You bring over Van Fleet, who is an elite three-point shooter and a great assist guy. You bring over the toughness in Dylan Brooks, who at once was with the Grizzlies and has been in some meaningful playoff games. Like, this team is going to be a problem. Sagoon is going to eat people up in the post, and if you go to double him, you've also got to worry uh, about Um, you know, various players on the outside, whether it's Cam Whitmore, whether it's Edmund Thomas, like there's so many ways that they can beat you. I like the Rockets to win this division. Lastly, the most exciting division in the West, the Warriors, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Kings. Uh, I think that ultimately this division is going to come down to, I think it's going to be the Lakers division to win. I I really do. I, I think that Even with injuries, I think that the Lakers are probably going to win this division. Now, it it would literally take a catastrophic thing for the Lakers not to win this division. Now, when I look at the Lakers, they remind me a lot of what the Dallas Cowboys are in football. It's a lot of drama there, and things can go south very quickly. So if that does happen, I would say that the next best bet in this division would probably be Golden State. And I say that because Golden State has Chris Paul. I believe Chris Paul has something left in the tank. Guys, you can look this up. Every time Chris Paul has gone to a team, that team has increased its winning percentage and its wins overall. If Chris Paul is the Chris Paul that I know, the Warriors are going to be better than what they were last season. Okay. Now, they don't have the height that they had before, but remember, Chris Paul has played in a system that is similar to what the Warriors run, a la when he played with James Harden in Houston, and they almost took down the Warriors. So he's now with that supporting cast. He can shoot the three ball. He doesn't have to be a main facilitator. The Warriors are still a scary team in this division, guys, and I think that they are like my 1B here. Okay, the only reason I'm giving the Lakers the the win on this is because I think that they have a lot of depth here. Um, as far as coming out of the West, um, you know, probably my top three teams – are going to be the Nuggets, Lakers, and Warriors. I think Phoenix is going to be not healthy enough. The Clippers are not healthy enough. I think ultimately the Rockets are going to make a run, uh, but I just think that they're probably like a veteran or two away from getting out of the West, guys. And so with that being said, that is today's podcast. I'll probably hop on and do a short, guys, and give you probably my prediction as far as going into who should – be in the NBA finals. But right now we've gone over the both the East and the Western conference here going into the Wednesday tip off guys for the NBA uh, season here. So um, before I actually get out of here, I want to go ahead and think, um, you know, anchor, which is now Spotify podcast for going ahead and, and house in the podcast. I want to thank YouTube here um, for housing us too, as well. You can find us at real talk sports on Spotify podcasts, and also YouTube as well, that the links for this will be in the show notes below. And I also too want to thank the sponsors out there, put sponsorship on the show. And then I want to thank the fans out there who have listened to us on a week to week basis here guys. So, um, and help us drive content to the show. So for myself, uh, this is Rico. This is real talk sports guys. I will see you on the next show. We're out of here. All right. Peace guys.